0: Love Talk
1: Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Can so I stand up? Okay, we're gonna expand the energy going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is a method of doing it. that allows all energy to condense in to the very core of your body. And as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms, Practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it. And some marvelous things will happen. I won't spoil your experience. Yes, you are.
0: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Can everyone hear me?
2: We can hear you just fine.
0: Great! I needed that.
3: <laughs> I thought
0: I was there. I was here by myself for a moment. Well, yes, welcome, everyone. Welcome to World of Presents The Alchemist Next Door. The Alchemist Next Door showcases the testimonies of individuals living the practice of alchemy. I am Kim LaRue. I'm a producer. I'm also the host of the Everyday Superwoman show. I'm also a mother. I'm also the executive director of Medicine Woman Productions. And, you know, I am an individual applying the principles of alchemy to my life, and I am, I am and I will be your host for The Alchemist Next Door this month. So today's topic is eclipsing the Light, The Alchemy of Overcoming Betrayal with Personal Testimonies from Penelope mcquarty and Akilah Wright. But before we go on with that program, we're going to have Miss Chameleon um, give us some voter announcements. Hi, Kim, how are you? I'm well, Chameleon. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. It's good to finally speak to you. Um, I hope all is well in your end. I know you have little ones over there. Well, they're not so little they they you know they're they're pre teens oh okay um, sometimes yeah, so sometimes their behavior you know can you know remind me of them being two and three and well, like so we are here, and we are practicing alchemy. So go ahead, my sister. Yes. All right. Well, as as she already said, Ms. Kim LaRue is uh, the host of Everyday Superwoman, which is an empowering show that empowers women on the journey of self-realization. You can see this show on net, and that's delta papa net. It's an online video network women can also submit to, the, to be featured on the show by contacting Medicine Woman Productions, LLC, at www.medicinewomanproductions.com. On March 21st, Woda, which is Way of the Alchemist, will be hosting a conference call for community healing from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number for that call is area code 218-844-8230, And the code is 394-934. Once again, that number is 218-844-8230. And the code is 394-934. Participants will be guided through spiritual healing using our collective energy. Healing formulas for spring will also be shared. This is a World of Seasonal Forecast Call. This will also be a question and answer portion with guest alchemist Gutana and Hank Rising Sun with the topic being on relationships. This call is by donation, and participants are able to make the donations on the website, which is www.wayofthealchemist.info. Diana Farr, the custodian of WOTA, will be taking calls for readings in alchemical formula by phone beginning Wednesday, March 28th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number for the call is area code three four seven six eight four. I'm sorry, six eight five Woda. Again, that's 685 Woda. The consultations are also by donation, and appointments are not required to make your donations. Please go to the Woda website, which is www.wayofthealchemist.info. Uh, yeah, info. <laughs> Next week, Diana Fire will be. I'm here accompanied by healer, author, Queen of Foa, and Dr. a Sher- that Sheridan. They will be discussing why the connection between our ancestral energy and, and spiritual cleansing as well as reproductive health is important and why healing those aspects of our lives is so important in this year, 2012 and beyond. To pl- be placed on woda's mailing list, please go to The website, www.wayofthealchemist.info. Again, for all announcements that were discussed today and any information on where you can submit your donations to, the address is www.wayofthealchemist.info. Thank you, Kim. Wow. Thank you, Chameleon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Your voice is so Soothing for me right about now (laughs) I appreciate Mm -hmm. you, thank you (laughs) Thank you You're very very welcome Welcome. Mm -hmm. Yes So tonight we're going to talk a little bit um, From the Tao And this is what the alchemy of the Tao say About being betrayed When you are in the right This is from the I Ching Ming Yi Eclipsing the light Hexagram 36 This is the situation Analysis here, a man of dark nature is in a position of authority and brings harm to the wise and able man. You have been deliberately injured. Going blow for blow will only escalate this war. The Judgment. Darkening of the light and adversity, it furthers one to be persevering. The superior man builds his light, yet Still shine. One must not unresistingly let himself be not swept along by unfavorable circumstances, nor permit his steadfastness to be shaken. Abstain from vengeance. Sidestep your aggressor's headlong charge, giving him the opportunity to fall on his own sword. Welcome. To the Alchemist like, Next Door. I guess this neat evening is Miss Penelope McCordy and Miss Aquila Wright. Welcome, ladies.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Can you is hear this us? Penelope? Yes, yes this I can is hear you, Penelope. I know it's so quiet, right? I'm like, am I here alone? <laughs> yes. Welcome, Penelope. Welcome, welcome to the show. So, tell us a little bit about you. Um, Well, I
4: am a, I can't say necessarily a chameleon. I guess in some ways I am. Um, I'm a person who's worked within the arts education um, field for over 20 years. My discipline as an artist is as a mover, dancer, and I teach uh, people between the ages of 18 months to about 90 years old. Um and I'm also an arts administrator where I create artistic programming for young people and families and individuals.
0: Wow, you do a lot, you do a lot, so you are an alchemist, you practice alchemy. you wanted the alchemy the alchemy next door the alchemist next door. I am an alchemist next door um okay.
4: I am. I've been uh, a conscious practicing alchemist probably for the past three years, although I think that we all, because we live in this world, do practice alchemy, but probably not consciously. Um, But I've been
0: conscious in my practice. Great, great. So share with us how how do you um, incorporate the alchemy into your everyday living? Well, um, specifically, I... when
4: I was asked to be a guest, I thought about um, my work life, which for me, my work life is actually, I consider it to be my life's work. So I don't consider myself to be a person that walks into an office, punch the clock at 9 a.m. and punch the clock back at 5 p.m. and leave, and that's it. Um, My work permeates my life, and it's very much a part of it. And um, I would say this part of my story um, probably begins in two thousand and seven, where I um wanted to make a shift in my work life, and um I, to be quite honest, I didn't have a lot of clarity as to why um well, that well, at the time, I didn't now I know why. um, I wanted to make a shift. I was working uh, with an organization that I really enjoyed and really matched my energy and my personality but I also knew that there were things that I needed to learn and I needed to grow. Um, and so I made a shift, and that shift started with six months of unemployment, which was very harrowing, and um, and then led me to one of my greatest challenges and one of my greatest teachers, which was the position I ended up um, moving into. Um, I ended up working somewhere where... Um, it did not match my energy as a human being. At least I felt it did not. Um, uh, an environment that felt very dark, energetically very heavy. Um, there was a lot of anger, and a lot of morale issues. And when I walked into this work, it was—you know—it it, it was work that was um, complementary to the arts administration that I'd been doing and the teaching that I'd been doing. But there were a lot of just there was a lot of darkness, um, for various reasons. Um, some that were very present and very um palpable while I was there and some of them some of the reasons I have no idea. It's, it may be just uh over time things have developed a certain way. And when I um the beginning of working there was very difficult for me. Um there was constant um obstructionistic um, energy with anything that I tried to do. And there was just a lot of resentment and anger. And I think a lot of people end up working in places like that. And I know for myself, um, my reason for needing to work in that place is the same reason that most people need to work. I needed to buy food to eat. I needed to pay my rent. I needed health insurance. Um, but, what I realized was that all that anger and all of the um darkness that was in that environment, I was being swept along with it, and you know, I don't think anybody likes working in an environment where they feel depressed or sad or angry or don't want to go to work um and so I realized that something needed to change and it, that's when I started to really kind of focus on, okay, what am I doing here? Um, how can I get – my first thought was how can I get the hell out of here? I need to get out of here for that. Um But the flow of the energy was not working in that way for me to be able to get out. I tried to apply for many different jobs, and none of them were coming through at all. I must have put out within a year's period at least – 75 applications to positions that I was definitely qualified for. So I had to look at that and, and say to myself, what am I to learn here? I'm not able to shift out of this very quickly, but I need to work. So what, what is going on here? What do I need to learn here? And what I needed to learn was what was the energy that made me come here in the first place? What were my beliefs? And my understanding of myself and the work that I do and my understand, my understanding in general that put me where I am. And that began the process of atonement. Just the process of observing why Mm. am I here? Why is this happening? What is going on with me? And starting with how I felt, my own feelings. Once I was able to acknowledge um, what what those reasons were And they were pretty clear cut I was scared I was fearful of not having a job I was fearful of not having money And having to be kicked out of my apartment And be homeless All of those things were the things that Moved me to this place And the most wonderful thing happened Once I was able to acknowledge That that was, that was The part that I was playing in this um, I was able to shift it I was able to shift how I saw myself in that particular organization. I was able to um, shift. Once I shifted myself, everything else around me in that environment shifted. How people responded to me, how I responded to them. Um, I was able to get work done. And the alchemical tools that I used were pretty simple. I started out with just breathing, just consciously breathing, the space that I was in. In between doing any task that I had to do, I took a moment, I sat, I took some breath, and then I was able to enter the next thing that I had to do. Um, But it didn't only stop there, it also went towards uh, how I responded to people when I had a specific task to do. So if I had a meeting with someone, Um, and I knew that that meeting could potentially go down a road that wasn't going to produce anything good or anything that can move forward in a positive way, I would work with certain things. The first thing I would work with was the breath. Then I would work with feeling what the energy of that day was and shift it either by using color, Mm -hmm. the energetic properties of certain colors, by using... um, um, by using, um, by cleansing myself, making sure that I was nourished and I was taken care of, and by meditating. And this wasn't just like in meetings, it was how I emailed people. You know, I put a certain intent in the email energetically, and it just shifted. Everything started to shift, and it got to a point where I shifted myself almost out of the job. <laughs> 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 I been myself to where I realized that doing this work in this way, the biggest lesson that I had to learn was that working in the way that I was working did not work for me. Oh, Going yeah. to an office 9 to 5 Monday through Friday was not energetically who I was. And it took a long time for me to understand that and also to honor it. Because when we think about work, I think we can get kind of narrow sometimes about what that can look like and that you are not um, – the work that you do is not of worth unless you're working in this particular parad- paradigm. And I learned I learned that that was not the case. Um, and how I ended up shifting myself was I'd gotten myself to a point um, where it kind of didn't matter what else was going on in my office because I was in my center, and I could just respond to what was happening from my center and to trust that. Um, I shifted myself, after a year, I shifted myself to working part-time there, and quite honestly, the work that I did part-time there was all my design. I was able to design my schedule and the work that I did so that it fit my needs, which was unheard of in that particular environment. No one ever did that. Um, And then recently I shifted myself out of that organization. Well, I I should say I changed my position again where now I only do what I like there. And what I like to do there is teach yoga. So I created a yoga program that was free for anybody within the community that I taught and that I currently teach. And so now my relationship with that organization Reflects me wholeheartedly, the work that I like to do um recently i had uh I, I recently I had a conversation with someone from my old job who um was telling me some information about what certain people might have said about my work there it, you know it wasn't very positive, and she was very upset about it, and I explained to her that. You know, the lessons that I needed to gain from that environment, I've already gained them. So I don't really feel very connected to anybody saying anything about the work I did. And at the end of the day, what is most important to me is the fact that I have 35 people in my yoga class who Mm -hmm. come for free from the ages of 7 to 70. And I said, that is actually indicative of my work, not what what these other folks are saying. And if they need to say what they need to say to get them through, I'm happy to lend my name to them. But I can tell, I can I can definitely um, guarantee that I will not um, be pulled into that kind of energy because it's not, that's not where I'm coming from. So that's kind of my story, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: Penelope your story sounds just like my story you know. Um, does
2: it?
0: Yes it does. That's why I, that's why I love um alchemy because once you ap- apply it in your life you, and others are applying it in their, in their life you start hearing the stories and it's the the stories are so um similar and familiar as you was telling the story you walk me through my time of uh, when I left my job, it was totally fear-based. I need money, I need money, I need money. It was absolutely not who I was, and I did it for many, many, many years. Now that I have claimed my true self or I'm aligned, I am so happy. I'm a host of the Everyday Superwoman Show. It's a show for women sharing their story, you mm-hmm. know, um, and I'm loving it, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm curious.
4: I'm curious about your experience in terms of the the time that it took. Like, you know, when I think about myself at that time and the idea of quitting my job and a lot of the fear, besides, like, the fear of, oh, my God, I'm not going to eat and I'm going to be kicked out of my apartment, Mm -hmm. my fear um, was also about the time. Like, if I quit right now, like, does that make sense? And so Mm -hmm. it was a process. It wasn't like, you know, I walked into... My office and cursed everybody out and said you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, there was a lot of love, a lot mm-hmm. of love, and I mean there's always love. But I made sure to just constantly key into the flow of love, so that I could speak my truth. And and I don't know, I only mean to speak my truth verbally, but just who I was. I was standing in a room and you could you knew my truth because it was all <laughs> over me. I didn't need to say anything, and I also didn't need to curse you out or make you feel bad, or make you feel like a piece of whatever, because because I needed to find my truth. I didn't need to steal anybody's thunder or anybody else's energy, but it took time. It took time to be able to to understand what it meant for me and to be able to transition out of it smoothly, where I can still have a relationship with folks. So I'm curious about with you, like, did you find that when you ended up quitting your job, or did was it... Was it similar or a different kind of energy?
0: It was definitely similar. It was a lot of love. It was the people there. Um, at the beginning, they didn't know how to perceive me because I was always happy. I was always smiling. I was mm. always, and they kind of were, you know, you know, not so happy, <laughs> you know, with what they mm-hmm. were doing. And so when, it, it, as time went on, they they came to they became to like me. I hated the job. And when it was time for me to go, um, I let them know I was leaving. They were shocked (laughs) because they've been doing it for 18, 20 years, and they're looking at me like, well, why would you leave, you know? Right. And I let them know I was going, and they thought I was crazy. Girl, you're getting benefits. You're getting this. Why would you leave? Mm -hmm. Um, And it was interesting. I could tell that they wanted me to stay because – we know that we are warriors of light. Um, and I, my energy, when I came in there, I, I was determined to shift a lot of the energy because I had to be there. You know? And so I couldn't yes, go to exactly. work every day. I couldn't go there every day and everybody is, and these were all women, arguing and backstabbing. I couldn't be in that environment. So I would do something every day you know, to make sure I don't, you know, bring donuts or a card or flower, you know, just mm-hmm. to kind of shift the energy in the workplace because I had to be there. But when it was time for me to leave, i never forget that day. I The fear was gone because all the way up until that point I was absolutely fearful. Um, mm-hmm. But that day I felt so free. I was just being me, you know. I was Kim in my truth. This is mm. not what I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. I, I'm not liking it. And, and I was so happy and proud of myself that I made a clear deci- a decision um, based on the alchemy to move into the true alignment. Yes. And so far. I'm just living, uh, having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time in this journey right about now. Mm. (laughs) Um, I'm just enjoying I I wish somebody would have told me this. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Well, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we we get caught up and understandably so in the status quo, you know. And I never thought of myself as a status quo kind of gal. Um, Mm. But there, you know, you can't help but, some of that steep into you, you know, because we live in an environment where that is generally the case. Um, and so even though I knew that I had some differences about me and I was eccentric and quirky, um, there were some deep-seated ideas that I had about what it meant to live on this planet and what it meant to do the work that you do. Um, and you mentioned the word alignment, and that's, to me, the key, is alignment to become aligned with who you are, because once you're aligned with who you truly are, you are in alignment with the flow, and things Mm -hmm. happen in the flow, as we know.
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Things move in the flow. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Thank you, Penelope. I know you're staying on with us. I Um, will. What we're going to do is go ahead and take a break, and um, Camelia, you'll come um, on right after me to repeat the announcement. So you are listening to Original Native Radio with the WOTA, the alchemist next door. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for Penelope for sharing your story. Um, it definitely is helping me where I am at, at this place mm. in my life, shifting my energy. So here goes with the announcements. Kim LaRue, who is the this month's host for Way of the, the Alchemist Alchemist Next Door radio show, uh is also the host of Everyday Superwoman, which empowers women on their journey to self-realization. You can see the show at ww dot is in Delta, P is in Papa, V is in Victor, and is in November dot net. It's Productions L L C at uh Medicine Woman Productions com. On March 21st, WOTA will be hosting a conference call for community healing at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And the telephone number is 218-844-8230, code 394-934. Diana Farr, who is the custodian for Woda, will be taking calls for readings and alchemical formula by phone beginning Wednesday, March 28th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The consultations are by donation, and appointments uh, are, based, are not required. Um, please call if you don't get through. The number is three four seven six eight five WOTA. Again, that number is three four seven six eight five nine six eight two. Next week, Diana Farr will be here, accompanied by healer and author Queen Afua as well as Dr. Bernadette Sheridan. They will be discussing why the connection between ancestral energy, spiritual cleansing, reproductive health, and healing uh, those aspects in our lives are so important in 2012 and beyond. For more information and to be placed on the Walter Mailing List, please go to www.wayofthealchemist.info. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chameleon. Before we introduce um, Akilah Wright, I would like to read the I Ching one more time. And this is the I Ching. This is what the alchemy of the Tao say about being betrayed when you are in the right. From the I Ching, E, Eclipsing the Light. Hexagram 36, Situation Analysis. Here, a man of dark nature is in a position of authority and brings harm to the wise and able man. You have been deliberately injured. Going blow for blow will only escalate this war. The judgment, darkening of the light. In adversity, it furthers one to be persevering. The superior man builds his light, yet still shines. One must not unresistingly let himself be not swept along by unfavorable circumstances, nor permit his steadfastness to be shaken. Abstain from vengeance. Sidestep your aggressor's headlong charge. Give him the opportunity to fall on his own sword. Let's welcome Ms. Akila Wright. Hi, Akila. How are you? Hi, how are Um, you? I'm well. I'm well. It's good to hear your voice again. And you too. Yours as well. Yes, yes. yes. We have to connect a little bit more. Right. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> You're definitely positive. I love your energy. So oh, are you an alchemist, a next-door alchemist? I am a next-door alchemist. I'm, I consider myself a teacher. That's my profession. That's basically what I do in a nutshell. And... um when I think about being an alchemist, I think about teaching and teaching deals with transformation. Life is never what it presents itself to be. There's always an underlying reason there's always an underlying reason for things as well as when you see child when you see um children or a child, what you see is not what you will end up with, hopefully if you are a good teacher. So I'm an alchemist because I know that life is about transformation, and that's the work I do. I transfer, I transform people. So, that's 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 that. But you know, when I was listening to you and um, Penelope tell your story, I have a, uh, a short story to tell as well.
3: Many no, doesn't many years have to be
0: ago. <laughs> well, it's a short one. Many many years okay. ago, okay. I worked. I worked for the Department of Education and I was a curriculum specialist, and when I saw what was going on at that time many, many years ago, um, something filled up in my heart, and I knew that that was not what I should be doing. And you go through all the anxiety. That's the an important point I think that people need to know. When you're making changes in your life or when you feel that it's a time for change to come, there's going to be a lot of anxiety you mentioned that as well as Penelope, and even though you were feeling all these anxi- this, all of this anxiety and you second guess yourself, I'm always reminded about Bobby um, Mcclurkin's song. What do you do when you've done all that you possibly can do? You have to stand, and I mm-hmm. think that's the first that's the first point in being an alchemist. You have to make a decision that you're just going to stand and let whatever is happening around you in a sense just happen. Let it just go through. Because the bottom line in everything is that life can't really touch you, you, your soul, who you really come to this came to this world to be. But when I say life, I shouldn't really say life, I should probably say the darker forces in this world. That which is negative. It cannot touch you if you if you're in the light. It just cannot. But it can unnerve you. It can upset everything around you. And you have to gain courage, and you gain the courage simply by just standing. Standing. Mm-hmm. Now, said breathing, if you can't even muster the energy to breathe, if you just stand and just release everything to the higher forces, the breath will come and everything else will flow. That's the one thing that I've learned in life in terms of um, practicing alchemy is that you have to first stand. That's a decision, and that's the most difficult thing. Mm -hmm. That's the most difficult thing. Um, The other thing that I'm reminded of when I think about alchemy is that, you know, if it's a pitch black night and there is a light, a candlelight is shining a mile away, you will see that light. And that's what we have to think of ourselves as—candles of light in this world. That no matter what, if we stand with our light, it will shine, and everyone will be attracted to that light eventually, be able to see the way to go. Those some of the things that I, when I think about alchemy and I think about my experiences. And um, another thing. When you're standing and all of this stuff is kicking up around you, trying to get you off your center, asking you or requiring of you or thinking that um, that there is a demand, in a sense, for you to have a reaction, if you stand, there is no reaction, in a sense. All right. There is no reaction. Um, that is, except for the action of standing. Um, so... Suffice to say, in my life, there's been a lot of times when I've just had to stand. And to know that perhaps my ideas, even though I may think that they're great ideas, they always think that. They may not be the time yet. That's the thing about standing, too. You gain to see, well, which one of the ideas can you put forth and which one should you just hold on, hold on to just for a little while in order for everything to become more and more aligned with who you are, what you are, and what you came into this world to do. Stand. Stand. Everything will come through if you just stand. That's the major Just stand. Because in that way, like what the, um, what the reading says today, you sidestep your aggressor. I think it's the most powerful thing when you learn in life how to simply move ever so slightly to one side. And it's not even like you want anyone to fall on their sword. It's just simply that if you have stood in the light and those who have decided to be um, negative towards you for whatever reason, all you have to do is move ever so slightly ever so slightly. It's like Tai Chi, you just move. And they wind up falling on their own sword because of what's in their heart because negative can't touch you in the longest run of life. To yeah. so ask me a question. I think that would be better now. <laughs> wow, thank you. That is just absolutely, um, let me get recentered here because you took me to a place just now. Took me to a place. Yeah, you really did, and and thank you. Thank you so much for that. So when you get up in the morning, Mm -hmm. do you think of what um, alchemy tools I'm going to use today? Or is it just, you know? Mm -hmm. For me, um, sometimes I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Perhaps I know I should do it all the time, but sometimes more than others depending upon what I'm being faced with. Mm -hmm. If I'm being faced with something that is um, really perplexing or Mm -hmm. a lot of negative energy, I think it's important to take a bath, a simple bath, anointing yourself with oils, essential oils of your own choice. Um, I think that's important. As Mm -hmm. well as standing in God's light, making a commitment to just be with God and just do as God and act in, you know, Jesus' name um, just having that as a center and making sure that your heart has that as an intention once God is in your heart that's all you need what else can you possibly need? that's like, that's more than an army so that's my only commitment is to try to keep my mind focused on God on Jesus on the intellectual design of this world, understanding that that there's a purpose, because sometimes when negative comes to you, it's just simply asking you to move away from a particular situation. I know Penelope said that. It's just to move away from a particular situation. It's not necessary to have an action, and you move away for your own benefit, for your own peace of mind, to keep that God force within your heart. That, to me, is the most important thing in life. And that's definitely is a process, and it's not always easy, because it's easier to be negative. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. some not for me, but for some people, it's easier for them to be negative, negative because they're operating on fear. So, being a warrior of the light, do you find that you um, attract a lot of negative? Um, Energy or people? <sighs> hmm. Yes, I do. But I'd like to think I, I, I attract far more blessings.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Because, mm-hmm. because God does not strike until it's 1159.999999. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've grown accustomed to realizing that. So, um, and while I'm waiting for that, while God is cooking up the pot especially for me, I try to stand. I stand. Now, whether or not um, I've attracted a lot of negative people, oh yeah, I I don't like to deal with that. But long story made short, yes, I have. Right. For whatever reason. Well, the reason I Mm Mm-hmm. No. You gave the example before. You said, you know, sometimes people don't like it that you're happy. They want you to be, they want you to walk around with a sullen heart, you know, a heavy-filled heart for whatever reason. And they feel that as long as you are unhappy, then you're just like them. You're unhappy. Yeah, life is hard. Yes, life is hard, but God is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I just, um, and, and I asked that question, the reason being, um. I know I attract a lot of that energy. I know I am a warrior, warrior of the light, and what I understand, I have come to understand because at one point in my life I was like, why am I always in these situations? Why is there always drama? Why is there always chaos? But I have come to understand they are seeking the light. <laughs> you know, um out of the darkness comes the light. So these situations will pop up once I started to um, claim or to accept my truth, who I really am, a warrior of light. that's when I started to understand and I was able to shift the thinking um, mm-hmm. of, oh, these are negative um, people or this is what's all this negative energy, all these bad things that happen to me. And once mm-hmm. I made that connection,
3: mm-hmm. I,
0: I when when they come or when I hear it, I smile. You know it. Yeah, I know it. I now, know it now, and I no longer have that reaction, like Penelope said. I don't react to it. You know, put on my shield, block guard. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like right, the can um, right, um, right, e right. King say I'm not fighting blow for blow anymore. Right, right, right. But let me say this: I, um, I have been in situations, um, even recently, where I was attacked from all possible angles and um, it was very depressing. But even through that depression, I know that I have to stand. No matter what, no matter what is going on, I know that I have to stand. Because it's important to fulfill the reason why you came here, why why you, we as individuals, have come to this earth, and no one, no one who walks on two feet, has the power to get us off of that mission. That mission is much higher than anyone else, any human being. So um, while I was being attacked um, on all fronts, I didn't talk about anyone. That's the key. You don't want to get into the same uh, negative behavior. I didn't talk about anyone. Mm -hmm. I felt the pain. I felt the pain to my core. I didn't um, decide to broadcast anything on the media about, well, let me tell you what the real deal is, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, because then it becomes, like the I Ching says, blow for blow. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think about is that with all my energy, I have a lot of energy, so with all my energy, if I put that to the negative, what could possibly happen? And then with my intensity, if I put it to the negative, if I say you're going down, you're going down real hard. So in order to not have my personality going that way, I mm-hmm. just stay, and I'm still trying to stay, and stand on the path that I'm supposed to be going. I can hear God's message just for me. It's not easy. not easy. But I know that there's a reason why I came here, and I came here to stand in God's light. Mm-hmm. That's it and do his work, and be a vehicle, regardless of what other kind of nonsense is going around me. I'm not concerned, for the most part. For the most part. But I think also the hardest thing is, um, you know, we're all human beings. So when a person comes and tries to hurt you, you're going to feel something, a resentment, or something. And that's the last part that I'm in the process of working that through how to get through the last bit of, oh, no, you didn't, in your head. That's <laughs> 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 you the oh, I Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You picked the wrong fool today. You know, that whole all that stuff, that, little, that last piece of it that comes, even though you're standing, you know, you have thought from time to time, especially when a person continues to give you that behavior. Because that behavior will repeat itself in some sort of way. Then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, you know, I, ma- I mastered this. Okay, I'm good now. Now you'll come back again more, mm-hmm. you know. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing. And um, the negative forces are not tired. So I should at least be able to stand. Mm-hmm. I hope. I pray. My prayer. My prayer. It's my prayer throughout the whole thing. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I know you mentioned you as a teacher. Do you give your students um alchemy tools you know on a download? <laughs> do you um include that in your curriculum? Yes, I do oh, I don't okay. mention that. I don't mention I don't say well, now we're going to learn alchemy. It's not appropriate, but what right. I do try to do is I try to give them the tools and the understanding that they can transform themselves, and I tell them consistently. That nothing is how it presents itself, especially with children. so if you see a child, it's like they have a problem, you see an i e p it says this child can't 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 you know or can 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 whatever it says, you have to make the assessment for yourself and decide the kinds of transformations this child requires in order to affect a higher level of being so I try to do it, try and I talk to them about love. <laughs> you can't teach people you don't love. No, you just can't. I don't know how you do that. So and love is the way through most things. Through most things. Through most parts of life. Yes, I do. Definitely I do. I even try to um yeah, I do. Well very, very short, yeah. You know, it's okay, not okay. What did you say? No, I'm saying, okay, I just got the full visual. So do you I don't I I don't know if you've mentioned the age group that you that you teach but um do you also teach them to to breathe, you know, how to breathe, you know, take breaths in between tasks and You do. Wow, that's wonderful. But that's that's an essential part of um being a teacher. You have to you know, you have issues that may happen in the classroom or any kind of learning environment. You can't react to children. And you can't react to their parents. You may want to get angry, <laughs> but you cannot show the anger at that time. How do you dissipate anger? Through the breath and understanding that you've got to be able to see God in that person, even though in spite of their presentation right then and there. You've got to be able to see it. And you have to react to that God that you see inside of them and not to their outward behavior. So then you'll be reacting all day long, all okay. yeah. And then you won't have uh, control of your class. You know, you'll do a whole lot of screaming and what's it not? It that's not necessary. Mhm. Mhm. Wow, that's absolutely wonderful. If we can get these um, the board of ed to <laughs> incorporate <laughs> alchemy in the in the curriculum and actually call it alchemy, we'll have um, a lot of. Conscious, um, relaxed children. <laughs> and also, we will also have children with vision who understand mm-hmm. that life is about purpose. It's about school. I could not say it's not about school. Lord knows. Mm-hmm. Life is about purpose. But your purpose is different from mine. And I like to think about um, Steve Jobs. I think his name's Jobs, right? Apple, from the Apple computer. hmm. Um, the I I iPhone iPad who said that he only went to he went to college and he took several courses and he only took the courses that he was interested in. And it takes a whole path of life, a life path, to see how all the things that you may learn or that you may experience, how they all come to form that one point. That's the way it is. So um it's important about purpose and standing up for yourself. And, and standing up for yourself is not, well, he wronged me and I, or she wronged me. It's not that. Standing up for how God made you in this world and respecting that. Respecting who you are. And if that comes, respecting your interests. And um, you're right to be in this world. And that's what it's, I think For it boils down to. Yes. It boils down Yeah. right. Thank you. Thank you, Akila. I have a question for um, for anyone who's on the call, um, Chameleon, um, Penelope, Akila, our engineer, Brian. My question is, do you find yourself teaching your family members or sharing with your family members, um, you know, the alchemy tools? And if so, which tools are you sharing with them or try to introduce them to? Um, this is Chameleon. Um, thank you for, for opening that up for me to share. I um, I share a lot of it with my family. I don't use the lingo that we would, dis- you know, how we would discuss it in our community as we're speaking now. But I'll, and it, it depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to my parent or, my, you know, like my father or my grandmother or my mom, I'll say it in a Bible sense in a term in a Bible that they might remember and say, remember, you know this. And it's basically an affirmation encouraging them that they know it as well. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right, you know. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I needed that right now. Um, Or if it's like um, a peer like my cousin, um, you know, or friends of my age that I grew up with that have not continued the, the journey that I'm on right now um I'll share it it's just a personal story just say you know and I'm I'm excited about how things how I feel I feel powerful in this moment not it's not it's not an arrogance but it's just like wow it's so profound life is just you it's a secret did you know that you know <laughs> so I I like doing things like that and sharing it with them and and I find that um they're receptive to just talking about things that they probably wouldn't have shared with me before, just because I'm so excited about and sharing my life with them, and and because it's it's no secret that I'm the the the, the different one in the family, you know, so <laughs> that I'm so open with them, and yeah, so that's it. Um, I, I I like that. I like what you said, and I I definitely like that to being the different one in the family. (laughs) You know, um, I definitely could relate to that. Um, But what time is it? I think we should go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we could definitely pick up where we left off. Um, I would love for everyone else to jump in and answer that question. And um, once again, you are listening to Original Native Radio, the How Come Next Door. Um, would you like me to give announcements now? I believe that uh Kyir um is not on right now. I sent some text messages to him. Okay. So is not
1: on. Okay, so um Kyir's in the building.
0: Oh, oh hi. <laughs> hi, Kyir. Hi. How are you?
1: All is well. I thought you were going to a break.
0: I am going to a break. You have any announcements? This is announcement time.
1: Oh yes. Um,
0: <laughs> announcement break. How about that announcement break?
1: Well, like Russell Simmons said, "God bless you and good night." No, I'm just playing. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: uh, moon Alchemy message. Um, www.moonmagic28 uh, we have a new cycle of alchemy in the form of CN-28 starting this Thursday. And you can go to www.moonmagic28.com to get in on some of this juiciness. Uh, Venus and Jupiter are both in Taurus right now. You won't have that combination for another 12 years. So if you like to become an unashamed opportunist type of alchemist, You will be wise to go over and check out moonmagic28.com and cash in. I'm not even, you know, there's an alchemical formula to cashing in. And if you use the moon, you can definitely up the ante. I'm just going to put it to as we are. So um, that's a part of it. It's not going to come and fall in your lap. You have to do a little bit of work, but I think we have one of the best systems on the planet for achieving and manifesting, attracting our desires and things that are far greater. So I look forward to as many people as possible getting on with our Moon Magic program starting on Thursday. Um, For all of you who are on the program today, it's the using phase. So it's all about celebrating. It's all about talking up our desires and accomplishments that we've been working on for the last 26 days. And tell somebody, tell somebody they're beautiful, tell somebody that they look good. Celebrate all victories, big and small. And tomorrow we also have a symptometry show at 8 o'clock with Dr. Maxwell Nardi, and it is Ladies Night. Tomorrow is Ladies Night right here at Original Native Radio with Dr. Nardi from Symptometry. And if you haven't heard of Dr. Nardi, or symptometry. Just think of Doctor Sabie on steroids. So but natural steroids. Not so I know everybody's like, Oh Doctor Sabie. Doctor Sabi's not the only one out here. We have our own original coming on every Tuesday night. Catch the download from last week. He dropped bombs all night. And then Wednesday um I think we're gonna be doing another vagina power show with Alexis K. Tyler uh talking about the uh blame and shame uh, and um, with women dealing with sexuality and sensuality, and Thursday we have Dr. Alim Bay for part two of his Holy Orgasm program. He's going to be down in Atlanta uh, with Panic this weekend um, on Saturday. I'm not sure what the number date is, numerical date, but uh, we had a great call about the Holy Orgasm and breathing and sexuality last Thursday, and this Thursday we're going to be doing part two with the holy orgasm and healing the healing process of sex. So I look forward to everyone joining us and I am totally happy to be on the air tonight just listening in. So thank you.
0: Mm, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well uh once again welcome to Woda Presents Alchemist Next Door on Original Native uh, the Alchemist Next Door showcases the testimonies of individuals living with alchemy, and today's host is Kim LaRue for the rest of the month. Uh, Kim LaRue is the everyday superwoman, the host of the show. It empowers women on their journey of self-realization, and that can be seen at D is in Delta, P is in Papa, V as in Victor, N as in November, .net. That, again, that's dot net, an online video network. Women can also submit to be featured on the show, to Medicine Women Productions LLC, that's www.medicinewomanproductions.com. March 21st, WODA will be hosting a conference call for community healing from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The participants will be guided through spiritual healing using our collective energy, and formulas for the spring will also be shared. This is a WODA seasonal forecast call. There will also be a question and answer portion with guest alchemist Gitana and Hank Rising Sun. The topic will be relationships. This is by donations. Participants are able to make the donations at the website, and that's wayofthealchemist.info. Diana Fire, the custodian of Woto, will be taking calls for readings and alchemical formulas by phone beginning Wednesday, March 28th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number to call is 347-685-9682, again, 347-685-WOTA. The consultations are by donation and can be submitted to wayofthealchemist.info, and there are no appointments required. Last but not least, next week, Diana Farr, the custodian of WODA will be accompanied by healer, author, Queen Afua, and Dr. Bernadette Sheridan. They will be discussing the connection between our ancestral energy, spiritual cleansing, and reproductive health, as well as why healing those aspects in our lives are so important this year, 2012, and beyond. <clears throat> to be placed on the WOLA mailing list, please go to info. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Chameleon. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Once again, I have the need to read the I Ching. You know, alchemy is, is, is repetitive. It's a remembrance. The more you hear it over and over, the more it becomes familiar, um, the more you remember and you start to connect um, with your truth and who you are. And this is the I Ching, the reading for this, for this evening. So it's the I Ching Ming Yi eclipsing the light, hexagram thirty-six, situation analysis. Here, a man of dark nature is in a position of authority and brings harm to the wise and able man. You have been deliberately injured. Going blow for blow will only escalate this war. The judgment, darkening of the light, and adversity it furthers one to be persevering. The superior man veils his light, yet still shines. One must not unresistingly let himself be not swept along by unfavorable circumstances, nor permit his steadfastness to be shaken. Abstain from vengeance. Side step your aggressor's headlong charge, giving him the opportunity to fall on his own sword. That is so powerful. Very, very, very powerful, and this is something that um, I need to hear over and over again. I can't go broke to blow. When you're a warrior of life, as soon as you go broke, blow to blow, you're lost. Game over. <laughs> you know. Um, so once again, I'm hearing feedback. I don't know um, if you guys are hearing the feedback also. Maybe it's just me. Is everybody still here? I'm here. This is okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm here all alone again. Okay. Great. 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 So the question before we went to took an announcement break was, um, do you find yourself uh, introducing your family members um, to alchemy? And uh, Chameleon shared with us how how she does it. You know, she doesn't use the term alchemy, but she is doing it. So, um, do anyone else have? Um, I answer to that question? I do. Okay. Hi. Um, Who is this, Penelope?
4: It's Penelope.
0: Oh,
4: okay. Well, I think first and foremost with my family, when I um, connect to the ancestral history of my family, even just going um, as close back to my grandmother, I think that they were always connected in that way. So they were definitely like herbs, women, you know, there are certain things that they knew, like if you take this and mix it with this and take it, it will help your stomach. So they already have that kind of connection. Um, but with my current family, my parents and my siblings, I think it's more um, on experiential. It's about how I am with them. At, uh, there are times where I will give a certain kind of um, a formula to a friend, like if a friend of mine says something like, Oh, you know, my knee is hurting, and I can tell that there's something going on with their back. That's Because I'm a dancer, I look at people very physically, and then I can see energetically what, what might be going on. So I may say, you may want to try this, this, and this. Um, with my family, it really is just about how I'm, I am in the moment with them. Because I think that for a long time, and I'm sure some people can relate to this, you know, when I get with my parents and my siblings, I go into a role, that I I held for a very long time as the youngest person in my in my um in the unit I grew up in with my parents and my siblings. So you you know, you will find and I found this over time, like in my twenties, that any time I was with my family, I would just shift into this role with them that I was not happy with because I was a woman in my twenties and I wasn't a four year old. Um but I would shift into this role and then they would react to them, and the key word is react. I would react to them in this particular role. And as the years have gone and I have moved closer to being in alignment with who I am, I have turned into the counselor of my family. So now, so because I've realigned myself, so I'm the person that people call when they got some stuff going down. Whether mm. it's because I'm present with them and I'm listening. Um, Mostly it's that. Mostly it's that because they know that I'm the person who will listen and be able to evolve through listening. We can evolve this situation together. Let's look at how this would look if you positioned yourself this way. Let's look at how this would look if you would position yourself that way. Um, And then just by nature of just hanging out with them and really being present with them, breathing and being present with them the energy shift that's how the energy shifted to me being having the role that I have in my family now mm. but it took a while to get there so I think it was experiential it was never it's never been specific language or specific words it's been about us being together and when when you are a person in in a room that shifts yourself to, in alignment with yourself everything else has to shift it's automatic mm. It just shifts. Mm-hmm. Wherever it's going to shift to is where it's going to shift to, but it shifts. So if you show up, more people will show up. All you got to do is show up. So that's kind of how I am with my family.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, I I I know. Is someone else talking? I'm sorry. Okay. I I know. Um... For me, I, I like the um, the the numerology, the alchemy part of that. So I've come to learn on certain days um, what's going on. I know for me on certain days what to wear, what colors to wear, what colors not to wear. Um, I know what to do and what not to do. I know an eight day is a is a business day for me. So um, it, 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 even if I'm not. Um, plan or conducting business, I know when I leave my home, some way somehow it's going to become very business-oriented. And um, I'm finding myself that I'm doing that with my friends and my family. You know, they would say, you know, for example, one of my friends said, I don't know what's going on. I just, I'm writing and I'm writing. I feel so creative. I feel so, you know, like I I, I could conquer the world with my creativity. And I said, oh, okay, today's a three-day. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I would share that with them. And I, I never used to do that before. So that is what's starting to happen, um, starting to happen with me when it comes um, to my family. Mind you, I was always practicing alchemy. I just did not know it was alchemy. Oh,
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You understand? I, just like you said, Penelope, I al- I always did it as a young child, but I never knew it was alchemy. Um mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So I, I always did it. It's just now, I, I have more tools um, to work with, um, and, and I and I and I find myself utilizing them very naturally, very, very naturally. Yes, yes. So, uh, know, Kim, okay. yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go yes. ahead. Yeah, you know, Kim. The thing that you said is that you use it very naturally, and Penelope said about experientially, and people get it when you live it. People get it. And not everything is a sit down, let me teach this to you. But I teach more by how I act, how I react to people. I know that my children always tell me, why are you so nice? You're so nice. You're so nice. But hopefully they'll see that it's not about being nice, but it's about that love in your heart. And that if you give love, naturally it has to come back to you. It may not come from the person you give it to, but it has to come back to you in the form of blessings. It and, um, you know, it's so funny in terms of being a fixer. I know my grandson will come to me. Anybody has anything wrong with them, anything. He says, no, 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 you have to call. No, no, mom knows how to do it. No, 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 look, this, this, this is wrong. So I think he's learned that even as a young child by watching, by seeing what's happening as opposed to me saying, okay, by the end of this time, you're going to be an alchemist. You're going to understand that love is important you're gonna understand that your purpose is, is, is an important thing to to um emphasize in your life. They see it just naturally by just watching, by seeing. That experience is so important. So important. Right, right, right. So, you know, using the alchemy, do do and this is for everyone. This is for everyone. We we're all connected. Is, do you find that your life is is becoming I don't know easier for lack of a better word right now by using the alchemy? Is your life becoming a little easier?
1: Uh, I, I don't know so.
0: about
1: it. Um, I think so because okay. to me, alchemy broadens your perspective and increases your awareness by raising your sensitivity vibration. So, I'm aware of more things now. You know, I'm like the I'm like the spy following my own shadow right now. Like he think he dipped on me and I knew exactly where he ended up at. And <laughs> knowing what to do at the right time, nothing nothing gets nothing gets you out of, you know, out of out of character. And the Chinese call the term wu-wei, w-u is the first word, w-e-a-i is the second word, effortless effort produces excellence. And it's taken me um, quite a number of years to understand what that term means, how is it that I can effortlessly do less and more get accomplished, and the Dao De Jing talks about that as well. But when you strengthen your alchemy skills, and the one rule is stick to the script, like and the script is relaxed. The script isn't. Here's this rule. Here's that rule. I don't think alchemy is a Zen type of practice because Zen has a lot of rules. And so I do understand. I, and I can appreciate as many uh, I Ching and Bagua readings because that's from the school of Taoism. And uh, just just for me, it's gotten a lot um, a lot easier and favorable. There's still a lot, there's still a, a lot of work to be done. So for me, it's just in the organizing and the prioritizing. But um, then again, the awareness comes in. You know, where is this planet? What season is this? How do I do the right thing at the right time? And I think that's really the science of the alchemist is avoiding wrong thing, wrong time, wrong time, wrong thing, wrong thing, right time, and just making sure we're always doing the right thing at the right time. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Kayia. Thank you someone else for ready to speak for someone else scary I know um, two people jumped on at the same time well for me it's when I have situations see I no longer call them problems I call them situations when they pop up I find that I am more like I said relaxed in a situation before when situations will pop up I would get totally pulled off. Like everything was, oh, the world was going to end. Every little situation. Oh, oh, oh. Now that I'm practicing alchemy and understanding the days, um, the numbers, the seasons, the alchemical baths, I just go, oh, okay. And when the resistance pops up, I know I need to be learning something. There's a lesson it's just not it's no longer doomsday for me. You know. Um yes, yes, yes. Someone else wanna answer that question? Is practicing alchemy um helping your life or making your life easier?
2: Hi, this is Brian. Can everyone hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear you, Brian.
2: Okay, great. Listen, I just wanna jump in there and and just think uh, just everyone, this is just a uh, phenomenal call, and, and I just feel so blessed to have, um, you know, just come into contact with, with a forum like this. It is so needed uh, in this day and age, and it, it's such a beautiful thing. Uh, Penelope, uh, Aquila, I just want to thank you both so much for your testimony. I mean, it really hit home. Um, Kim, you're doing an outstanding job. Thank you so much uh coach cair thank you uh i just i'm just overwhelmed at this point with uh a great deal of gratitude um just with uh what's going on um but i, I don't want to digress uh just in terms of answering the question um you know just to jump on some stuff that was already said um alchemy is is not a, a strange new thing for me uh it's something like many of us uh we have been practicing for a, a a great many years for for a long time now uh I can remember uh as a child being very interested i mean formally in in alchemy uh and remembering quite a more than one situation in uh practicing uh alchemy uh trying to transmute some materials into something else how I got in trouble uh And for that reason, I could never get a chemistry set for Christmas. But um, just, you know, life has become uh, easier in the sense that, for me, the the practice of alchemy has provided a very clear, concise uh, means of articulating things that I feel for the general populace just rides outside of their normal awareness levels. I mean, through alchemy, we have a very, very real and effective means to kind of put two and two together, you know. You know you are able to put it together that, you know what, I'm experiencing resistance. This is not bad luck. This is not, you know, somebody working roots on me. This is is a lesson here. You know, there's something indicating to me that I'm somehow out of the flow with things and I need to do some things to get back into alignment. And, you know, the alchemy provides you the how-to. You know what to do in order to get yourself back in alignment. And it also provides you the context to operate within so that you know you're out of balance. You know you're not supposed to be experiencing difficulties like this. You know that when you're with uh, certain people that, you know, things just mysteriously come up with there's always resistance. You know, no, 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 there's a lesson there, you know. You're able to articulate things better. Uh, for me in my own life, I mean, in dealing with family uh, and, you know, just people in my professional life, uh there's been a there's been a marked change uh since coming back to alchemy because again this is about a remembrance. This is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. Um so it's it's all about a remembrance and it it's provided like I said uh the the most pronounced thing is it is provided a, a ways and a means to kind of better more accurately articulate just Things, elements and circumstances that are recurring There is no randomness with things You know, you are an active participant As are all of the elements that contribute to You know, life circumstances and events And, you know, as a practicing alchemist You're increasingly working to become aware of these things And how to work with this energy How to stay within your flow So you can, you know Position yourself in 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 the most beneficial way. Um, that also goes back to the hexagram reading. Um, you know, I've been blessed in my own life uh, to study the art of Aikido, and uh, just you know the the I Ching hexagram for tonight, thirty-six, eclipsing light, is is such a uh, Aikido based type of concept that that really uh, can lend itself to life. You're not exerting all of this energy. I mean, alchemy is about being aware of the energy and being able to transmute it and change it into conditions that are most favorable. Uh, and this is in the same sense uh, with the hexagram reading. It's, it's about subtly making small depth movements, small changes in order to let the energy flow, to better position yourself uh, in in such a way where is an enemy can't fall on you on a sword, someone who's meaning to do you harm, you position yourself in such a way where you know that harm bypasses you, and through their own intention, through their own intention, they fall upon their sword. You have no malice because it's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about positioning yourself, operating from a center. uh, It's very big in Aikido. Operating from a center where you can, because it's from that point that you can do the most. Once you're off center, you can still do a few things, but there's not too much power or as much power behind it. So it's all about being centered, being able to act from a place that is your place, is your connection um Akilah was talking about how staying connected and familiar with that god force within how that is of such primary importance, you know especially in this day and age that's that center you know, and um you know for for the most part the, the alchemy has has provided a way and the means to better articulate how to get to that what what that center is, how to get there. And how to stay there, mm-hmm. so, you know, because that's that lesson. And and you know, for 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 other people in um, calling in, uh, and and uh, I'm also uh, reiterating this in, in the chat room as well. It's a process. It's a process. It's a phenomenon that occurs over time. There is no once I do one thing, strike the balance. That's it. I'm in balance. No. It's a give and a take. It's a yin and a yang. It's an up and a down. This is just, you know, the type of uh, context that we're operating within. You know, it, it, it's, it's work. It, it's about intention. It's about performing and doing what it is you need to do and at all times staying aware. So, um, again, basically, I just wanted to jump in there and, and thank you, everybody, because the testimony up until this point, it's just outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Brian and, and Kaia, because I love the balance also. You know, um, I love the, when the male energy jumps in there. Because, um, you know, the feminine energy, you know, we, we, we could kind of, you know, roll with this. <laughs>
3: so, I like
0: it that, you know, that the male energy has, jump in and share, because that's important, you know. Um, and I know a lot of times the men don't get to hear that um, from from women or from, you know, the, the feminine energy. I know I personally, I need it because it is about balance. I need to hear the male perspective, you know, um, because that's the balance. There's yin and yang. Like Brian said, up and down, you know, that's the true balance and, and harmony. And I think it's important that um, – that we share that with the men, you know what I'm saying? We have brothers, uncles, fathers, you know, husbands, boyfriends, sons, all of these, and it's important that we women let them know that their voice is very important and so necessary and very much needed. So once again, thank you, guys. (laughs) Okay, so the alchemist next door. That's what we are doing. That's who we are. Once again, when you're practicing the alchemy, um, and I think it's important that the listeners hear this, uh, is, is, it, is it hard to practice the alchemy? I know we had testimonies thus far about it, but, you know, some people who's not familiar with alchemy, they, they think it's it's a job. You know, that's one more thing they got to add on their plate. So I, I just would like for um the alchemist next door to share on that. Is it a job or a task or something else added to your plate? But you know you know what's so funny, Kim? Is it a job or a task to stand? No, you such something that you do. Right? Mm. You do that all the time. So, um I think the difficult part about it would be that when you get off your center that feeling you have when you're off your center. You yearn to once more be on the center or be functioning from your center. So that's the only part that I think is difficult because when you once you get on your center, you don't want to ever get off. But oh, right. <laughs> there is negativity in this world. And sometimes, the same way when you're driving down the street, you can be blindsided. By a car that may be, in or a someone, or whatever it is that may be in your um, in your in the part of the, your vision that's part of your vision, but on your blind side. That's what they call a blind side. So things can happen in life to blindside you. But the idea is not that you get that you fall down. The idea is that you make a decision to stand,
3: mm-hmm.
0: to get up, and just simply stand. Is it difficult? No, because after a while it becomes like second nature because you don't, you like that feeling. You like what's going on when you're on your center. You like what's going on. You appreciate yourself more when things are happening around you and you don't get in it. You don't get picking up in it like a tornado. Mm-hmm. You observe, you watch, you say, okay, mm-hmm. now what does this mean? What does this uh, mean? So you become more introspective. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Akila. Thank you. It is now eight twenty five. We have at least thirty more minutes. Um, let's take another announcement break. Kaya, do you have any more announcements or chameleon? Or no, do anyone else in addition have to Okay. Okay. Well, do anyone else have any other announcements that they they would like to announce what's going on? Um no? Oh, well, I'll make an announcement. How about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but I would like to share. That? That... That of... I'm... I'm sorry, Camellia?
4: I didn't hear, hear you.
0: Me. Oh, okay. I, I'm getting feedback. So forgive me if I keep asking, you know, who's talking. I'm getting a lot of feedback here. But um, I do want to announce that um, Medicine Wind Productions is having our monthly Um, Artist Soul Jam series meeting um, this coming Thursday, March 15th, at the Inkwell Jazz Comedy Cafe. That's 408 Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. And the Artist Soul Jam takes place um, every third Thursday of the month. And what it is is an Artist Soul Jam. Poets, singers, rappers, visual artists, jazz musicians, we all come together and we connect. And we have a true artist soul jam. We just express our uh creativity amongst each other. And um we hope you come and, and it's a place where you can be free to be whatever it is you want to be. Express your your, your creativeness, your creative expression, you know, let's heal together, let's commune together. And once again that is March fifteenth, uh Thursday at the Inkwell Jazz Comedy Cafe. Yes. Well, Thank you, everyone. I am full, which is really good. This is really great. The alchemist next door. I would like to ask um, everyone that's on this call, I am familiar that you all have taken a training. And um, during this training, um, we all learned um, our numbers, you know, a little bit of numerology, life paths, you know, uh, mature numbers, since we all have learned that, have you all been incorporating that in, in your life? Have you been um, looking at your life path, which tells you what you're supposed to be doing and who you are in this lifetime? Um, so do you all take a look at, at your numbers? Can I hear like, yeah. oh. No, 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 this is here. Okay. Can you hear me? Oh yes, I can hear you, yes. Okay, yes, I, I I do. Um okay. I look at my numbers from time to time just to see um where life is where life is leading me to or what the potential for the life is and to ensure that I am somewhat on that path, you know, at least doing some things that are Moving me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Okay, and okay. This
4: is Penelope, and very similar to Aquila. I think I've I've known like the numbers in my chart for a very long time, um, but what I really connect to in numerology is just the the energetic quality of each number, and mm-hmm. I use it um, on a weekly and daily basis like today is a three and I know that's mercurial energy since so today is the 12th, right? So today's the three and I, I understand what that energy feels like. It's palpable for me. So I then that helps me kind of understand my flow in a day to know that it's a three day. And depending on, you know, what my month is, um, what, what number I'm in right now I'm in a four year. I know when I hit fours in this year, that I'm pretty mindful as to what's going on on in, in, on that day because I know mm-hmm. energetically it's going to connect really strongly to um what what my what my number for the year is so in those mm-hmm. ways I definitely um I definitely use it
0: mm-hmm. yeah. this is um this is chameleon I am Still, every day I, I kind of do period of introspection as to how um, my number resonates with me. But I do that in consideration with all the other, uh, I guess, spiritual practices that I've learned pretty much my purpose here and how that applies to my uniqueness as an individual. So I know communication is going to be a powerful outlet for me. I know that um, as a nine because I, you know, I have the encompass of all numbers that I could, you know, pretty much do a number of things, but, and me as an individual, how does that apply on a, on a daily basis, not just how I can find um, peace and happiness in the simple pleasures, but also how am I in pursuit of my overall destiny and purpose and, 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 um my alignment with that, how does that feel? And staying 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 centered in and knowing that regardless of whether I feel like I might be messing up or you know, I should not <laughs> have said that. You know <laughs> that I'm always getting there. I'm always on it. That I and I and I say affirmations. I am safe. I am protected. I am loved. And so um all of that I, I use on a daily basis to kind of empower myself because, like like Penelope says, the energy of the day. If you're not resonating with it, or if you are, you know, it could just definitely be a different journey each and every day. And so, those are my grounding principles daily. hmm, hmm, hmm. And that's what I love about my 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 chart too, and 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 learning and taking the alchemy training because it is it, it was a, a a guide for me. You know, I, I, before things were going on um, day to day, but and I wasn't sure one day, you know, if you didn't know any better, you would think you were bipolar or something. You understand what I'm saying? If you don't know what's going on with the energy of the day, you know. and, and one so time, true. Yeah, it's true because it changes the energy just from day to day. It's a different day. So today you you may be so happy and feeling free and then tomorrow you may be feeling just a little heavy and just a little down. And and if you, you know, I'm not um aware of the numbers and the days and the seasons, yes. And I that's one of my, you know, that's my take on why a lot of these people are on antidepressants because you know, they don't have their guide you know what I'm saying, um, to help them understand. And that helps me, and I use it on a day-to-day basis. It helps me to know that I have a life path. It helps me to know that so constantly, you know, I'm a visionary. These things, they I'm, they always come to me. I got a vision. I got a vision. You know, I'm compelled to share my visions with others. Just And it, now it makes sense. So I'm not annoying. I'm a visionary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it, it helps, you know. Um, and that's what I absolutely love. About um, the the alchemy training and connected with my my alchemy sisters and and brothers, you know, do you all keep in, in touch with with other people that are practicing alchemy? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, okay, okay. And and how does that? I don't know. How does that that aid you? You know, um, does it help to have someone else? Um, that's also um, familiar with with the alchemy? I love that question.
2: I know. I'm sorry. Please
0: go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't be long. <laughs> no, take your time. Um, There's no rush here. Okay, good. I love that question because I, I tell my friends, you know, thank you for reminding me of me. I need you in my community. I need to talk to you consistently to remind me because we speak the same language, we have the same understanding and it's so easy not to get caught up in the illusion when I'm speaking mm-hmm. to you. And you know, we don't have those tools as if we did in ancient time where, you know, in Egypt they had the the um deities carved and, you know, to remind you this is an aspect of yourself. Raise your raise your raise your consciousness right now. You know, just remind you. Yes, I am to you know seek this path. So I need people in my life. You know, and I I definitely let them know. Thank you. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So important. Thanks. Just just jumping on that. You know, it was um, such a blessing to uh, take the class. And in taking the class, I got to meet two very good brothers. Uh, and I knew something was up. I knew something was up because um, these two guys, when I met them, uh, right around the time when when we first had, you know, formal dealings and and were speaking and talking, uh, they had just arrived back from a seminar in uh, North Carolina uh, offered by Mantak Chia. And Mantak Chia is, is just a phenomenal Qigong Taoist, uh, teacher, and up until this point, if I ever mentioned mantak Chia or Taoist practice or Qigong practice uh in in you know in the realms of my family or or uh with uh you know friends at work or you know friends uh the look on these people's faces would be just like, what are you talking about what and I remember the the circumstance. We we uh after the call we, we um after the training we, we kinda of lingered and, and it was good to connect with the brothers and they started to recount the tale of how they just arrived back from the seminar and, and mind you, Mantak Chia, he, he does teach in America, but he's from Thailand and usually, you know, they have a Taoist retreat out there, he has a beautiful place set up. Uh, and it's rare that he comes to um, the Americas to, uh, you know, have seminars of that scale. And they had just got back from one. And, you know, we're talking, and I was like, holy crap, other people, other men, good brothers that know about Mantachia. It was just mind-blowing. It was just mind-blowing. So, yes, it's very important to uh, be conversant uh, with other People you know that are along the same lines because it it you know in a sense you feed them, they feed you it it it's it's a symbiotic type of thing you know it's a it's a good remembrance uh because you know other people on the call may be like me, I'm surrounded during the day many times by some of the most obscure sort of nonsense uh just you know from people that, you know, it just gets nuts, you know. It, it makes you feel like, you know, I'm the lone voice crying out in the wilderness sometimes, you know. So it is it is so important to have uh, that fellowship, you know, with like-minded individuals. It is of such benefit, you know, because it, it's from that that you can build, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank oh, oh, Thank oh, you. Very important.
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. If I'm getting feedback. Sure, sure.
2: Sounds oh, good. Oh, okay.
0: Great. Um, thank you, thank you, Brian. Thanks again for for sharing for sharing with us with the um a Penelope. So you said that you teach yoga. Now, is that a class that that people can sign up to, or is that through a program? Um,
4: it's a class that happens in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and, yes, people can sign up, but the class is actually full now, so that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
0: Okay. But you can still share with us so that, you know, we can, you know, um, call in and find out. I mean, because I would love to take a, a yoga class with some, with a, um, someone who's practicing alchemy, you, you know, um, the fellowship, the bonding, at least I know. That um, you speak my language, I speak your language, and and we're 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 aligned. But you can yeah. still get that information. Well, if you don't okay. mind, <laughs> um, it's a
4: family yoga program. Um, it's a five week workshop um, where we kind of cover the basics of yoga. And yoga, um, translated, it's a Sanskrit word. It means union, and it's basically all of what we're talking about. Um, and it's a physical system of being able to put you in alignment with your true nature and your truth. Um, so i it's a it's a class that has people from the ages of seven who come with their parents to grandparents. Um, and afterwards, we eat dinner together. Uh, oh, there's so a kitchen nice. where we teach, so we go upstairs and we eat dinner as a big family. And that, that, as much as I love doing yoga with them or leading them through a yogic process, that's pro- the dinner is probably my most favorite. <laughs> <laughs> because here yeah. are all these people that live in the same community and either don't know each other or know each other in passing. And for them to connect that way, just the energy, the last class I did, which was last Tuesday, the class spontaneously ended in laughter and clapping. I don't even know how that happened. It's just all of us <laughs> together. We're just in this place. And then we took that energy up to dinner. So it is um, the workshop. This one in particular is full, and it probably will not happen again until the fall, but it's through School Settlement Association. So you can do a Google search and find their their website and see if you can stay connected to be able to be invited, or know when we're going to do another workshop.
0: Wow, that is great, and I voted all down. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And something I also um, I'm becoming aware of is that uh, those who are practicing alchemy, the work that they are doing are is very um empowering empowering, excuse me, inspirational, very inspiring um spiritual work. You know, and it's for the people, the the to to help elevate um the people's consciousness, their well being, their health. And that's what's been going on. So I have I have met an alchemist that yes, works for the MTA, but they true goal or their desire is to be a you know a a health practitioner you know um so and 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 i didn't you know i didn't know that this is what i'm i'm coming to understand that um that's why i connect the warrior of light with the alchemy <laughs> you know it's um it's like the picture is so much bigger than i can even imagine at this point um but what i do know is that i do have a purpose a purpose and those that i come in contact with that are doing this warrior of light work um, also have a purpose. So I know that we all come together to form this army so that we can get stronger and help each other to continue the warrior of light work. (laughs) You know, we've all come together to connect and say, hey, hi, I'm over here, you over there. It's like I'm doing my work, you're doing your work? Okay, yeah, we check in and then we go do our stuff and then we come back. You know, um so I finding it very um interesting and quite fascinating and intriguing, you know, um as I continue <laughs> as I continue to um walk this journey. So with that I know when I started taking the alchemy classes a lot of um, phenomenal things started happening. Can anyone tell me when, when well, Akilah, when you first started taking the alchemy or practicing alchemy What were some of the um, miraculous things that were beginning to happen for you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. I don't know. Um, Now, you have me thinking all the way back.
1: Um, Oh, right,
0: right. (laughs) You know, one of the major things is um, being more attuned to the spiritual forces around me. And that doesn't mean negativity, it just means the good things around me. Um, being connected and understanding. I mean I've always believed that it's only the body that dies and that the spirit doesn't die, but I saw that more and more. <laughs> I saw had some phenomenal oaths. Okay, I'll share one phenomenal experience. Is yes. um when someone dies, uh how you can feel their spirit when they're leaving.
3: Mm-hmm. You
0: actually know when they're leaving. And um, it's like even if they don't know that they're dying and they are at the point before death, the things that they communicate to you are things that can take you through a number of years. I started making connections like that. I think the biggest thing is for me has been... Um, spiritual, being aware of the spiritual world around me. That may not happen to everyone. It may not happen to everyone. It may just become an alchemist, and it just deals with their life. You know, in terms of transformation, transforming their life, becoming more and more aligned with spirit, but I began to have even more experiences, more, even more um, of a greater awareness
4: of the spiritual world
0: around me. That's been the biggest thing. Biggest thing. Not scary though, but the biggest thing. Okay, okay. How about you, Penelope?
4: Can you repeat the question?
0: <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> when you started, um, practicing the alchemy or taking an alchemy trainer or becoming aware of the alchemy, what were some of the um I guess, um, miraculous, I said miraculous, Um, things that started happening or appearing in your life? Huh. Well, I think some of the things that
4: really um, blew my mind was the simplicity of the work. Blew my mind. The simplicity of being a practicing alchemist, the actual tools are so simple that you don't believe that they will work. So mm-hmm. the act of sitting in a park and being in nature and breathing, and you think, I've got bigger fish to fry than doing this. But doing that is going to affect those fish you think you need to fry. They're actually frying themselves. <laughs> you don't need to even pay it. So that, that I always was just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I just did this work, and 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 look at this. This has shifted, and that has shifted. I think for me, the biggest thing was definitely my work shift was tremendous. It was it was actually downright magical how it all went down. I I was just like, wow, I'm at this. I set this into motion with with getting into alignment, and in getting into alignment, in entering my flow, and it became very effortless. So definitely the ease and simplicity of the tools and then using those tools and how my life became, i you know, ease is such a hard word for me. I think the word is simple. Things just became simpler.
0: Mm. And then I think the
4: other thing that really um, I connected strongly with, um, okay, so I'm going to go off on a limb a little bit. Okay. So I am an African-American. I live mm-hmm. in America the um, ancestral energy and and blood that runs through my veins comes from many different places. That is the same for most African Americans. And so there is a part of me that connects culturally to certain cultures that I don't really understand why I connect. But there's <laughs> really? some kind of ancestral thing going on that I don't even understand. And And in working with Diana in the training one of the things that really just like completely blew my mind was the different systems of atonement and alignment that are in existence throughout the entire world. Um, Whether it's the Tao or it's Ho'oponopono or it's um, prayer or it's whatever it is, you can find the truth and it's all the same. And that really struck me because it allowed me to be able to embrace this cultural ancestral energy that, that lives in me. So it allowed me to be able to take a little bit of this and take a little bit of that and really kind of create my own doctrine for myself in my body at this time. I um, I always find that, especially in this work, when I'm really connected um things just kind of come to you. So, for instance, I'm teaching tango, which I'm not a tango dancer, but I'm very interested in that style of movement, and I can connect it to my work as a modern dancer. So I'm thinking about tango, and I'm watching some videos, and then I walk into a liquor store, and this man is playing tango music. And I ask him, what's going on there? Who is this? And he's like, come behind the counter. Let me show you these videos of tango dance. Let me teach you so we're in a liquor store. Mind you, I wasn't in there to buy liquor. I went to go meet a friend there <laughs> and we start doing the tango behind the counter and he stops to go get, you know, people are trying to buy bottles of liquor and he gets the money and he comes back to me. He would not let me out the store. So just those <laughs> kind of things of like being in the flow and then all these things just start to Manifest and present themselves, and I just I just constantly laugh. I just laugh about it. I'm like, this is hysterical. I am so in the flow right now, that I am dancing behind the counter of a liquor store, and learning tango. Mm-hmm. So that and- kind of stuff, and that's only one story. I mean, there every day there's a story. Every day there is a connection that happens that I'm like, huh, that makes sense that that's happening, or that person said that, or I saw that because. I am doing this, that, and the other. That means I'm in the flow. Excellent. Thank you for the recognition. <laughs> you
0: know? So, you right. know? All of that, yeah. Right, right, exactly. I'm sitting here grinning from ear to ear, Penelope and Aquila. <laughs> both your, your, your stories that you're sharing, because that's exactly how it is. I mean, at the beginning, I was absolutely blown away. I'm still blown away, but it's exactly what you said, Penelope. It's like, okay, thank you. I got it. I hear you. I got this. I'm aligned. Okay, I'm on the right path. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In uh, some way, somehow, the universe, always respond and let you know, always, always, all the time. You know, for me, I know, it's for sh- definitely. I'll share a quick story also when I started the alchemy training class. I remember I was um, leaving the job. I-, I wanted to leave. I didn't leave yet. Um, I had bills just like everyone else. I was still very fear-based. And, you know, there's a small fee for the class. And I said, oh, I like this, but I don't know if I'm going to take this class. But I I, I knew um, that I was supposed to, so I took the class. The day that I paid for the class, I went out. I went to the store to buy some groceries. Something said get a scratch off. I got the scratch off. I won over $200. I got my money plus, plus a profit, and I only spent $2 on the scratch off. I kid you not. And I said, oh, that blew me away, and I remember sharing it on the call, the, the training, like I had to tell them. Because all Diana kept saying is, like, you know, you you taking care of yourself. This is, you're going to get all this back. Like, it's, you know, it's not even, it wasn't even a lot of money. We all know that. But still, you're going to get it back because I guess she was feeling the energy of the call. You know, I know she was feeling mine. I was like, oh, Lord, I got to pay the light bill. You know, but I just, trusting, trusting, because that's a lot of this is about trust and knowing. Knowing that remembrance, and I did it, and that was that's one of the things that shifted for me. That was it. I was I was I was all in. The other thing was my dreams. I am a dreamer. I've been dreaming ever since I can remember.
3: What happened
0: was once I started taking the alchemy classes, my dreams elevated. It just shot to the roof. Um, I always dreamt in color. I smell things. What started happening is that I started dreaming and then I was aware that I was in the dream and they were taking me step by step. When I say they, the dream world people, (laughs) were taking me step, step by step and showing me and letting me know, okay, now you're in Pompeii. This is Pompeii. This is, and they just started teaching me, and I was blown away. So that's what happened. My dreams just went to a whole other level that yeah. I didn't even know that it can go to that level because I'm always a dreamer. So I thought, you know, okay, yeah, i always, so that's what started also happening. Um, so I think what we're all saying is that once we started coming, we started coming into our truth, you know, um, the universe, you know, just started letting us know or they were clapping for us and welcoming us. Yay, they're here, you know. <laughs> you know, they're here. Um, Camelia, are you still here with us? I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are, are you taking a training now? I am, have- I am. I actually, I was supposed to, you know, it's funny, I was supposed to start with um, the RAS training with you all. And I just, um, at the moment, I just, for whatever reason I didn't feel um, It just wasn't connecting And I really wanted to take the course And so I kept persisting And reaching out to Diana And I was blessed and fortunate To take it this go-round And I'm already seeing I just feel This is what I need I, I don't know what else to say <laughs> but Yeah, It's an amazing experience It's a beautiful um, Experience Yes, 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 well, everyone, I just wanna thank everyone for taking the time out um to share their testimonies um with with the, the the listening um audience um with me i I definitely got my dose of um alchemy training this evening <laughs> it's, uh, it's absolutely wonderful, wonderful. So we only have five minutes left to the program, um, Chameleon. I would ask you to just um, read the announcements one more time before we close. Okay, not a problem. Uh, Thank Kim you. Larue, who's the host. You're, you're welcome, <laughs> Kim Larue, who <laughs> is the host of uh, today's show. The Alchemist Next Door is also the host of Everyday Superwoman, which empowers women on their journey of self-realization. And you can watch her show on dpvn.net. It's an online video network. Women can also submit to be featured on the show via medicinewomenproductions.com. On March 21st, Water will be hosting a conference call for community healing from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The call number is area code 218-844-8230. Again, that number is 218-844-8230. The code number is nine three i'm sorry three nine four nine three four again three nine four nine three four. This call is by donations. Participants are able to make those donations on the website, wayofthealchemist.info. The participants will be guided through spiritual healing using our collective energy, and healing formulas for spring will also be shared. This is a WODA seasonal forecast call, and there will also be question and answer with guest alchemists, Gitana and Hank Rising Sun. The topic will be relationships. Diana Fire, the custodian of WODA, will also be taking. Calls for readings in alchemical formula by phone beginning Wednesday, March 28th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The consultations are by donations, and no appointment is required. The number to call is area code 347-685-9682, again, 347-685-WOTA. Next week, Diana Farr will be here accompanied by healer, author, Queen of Four, and Dr. Bernadette Sheridan. They will be discussing why the connection between our ancestral energy, spiritual cleansing, and reproductive health, um, as well as why healing those aspects of our lives are so important in 2012 and beyond. For more information on these announcements and to be placed on the Woda mailing list, please go to wayofthealchemist.info. Thank you. Thank you, Chameleon. Thank you. We have about three minutes left. And before we go, briefly, Penelope, can you please um, share with everyone why you think it will be good for them to inquire about alchemy? Well, I think that
4: now is the time. Now is the time. If you are a person that's looking to um, really live in your truth, live in your flow, do what you need to do. Do you? Now is the time. And and when I say now, I mean like right now. Not like oh, I need to make this call. You can do it right now, just by breathing.
0: Right. Great. Okay. Briefly. Uh- Briefly, Aquila, can you just share briefly um, why they should um, seek alchemy? Well, if you want to feel like a butterfly that goes from flower to flower and gets their sustenance without even really having to work hard to plant the flower, then that's why you do alchemy, because you want everything in your life to align with your purpose so you can feel the total magnification of the soul by being one with God and doing the work that you came to this world to do. Well, I great, you want to be around great. Mm-hmm. great. Well, thank you all. Thank you, Penelope. Thank you, Akilah. Thank you, um, Chameleon. Thank you, Kaia. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. You are listening to Original Native Radio, The Alchemist Next Door. See you next week. Everyone, have a wonderful evening. Good night. Thank, thank you. I, uh, thank
3: you. Thank you.
4: 15 seconds
3: exactly.